Alrighty, I am recording. Emily, you said? Yes, I am recording. Okay. So, we, um, I assume we sync up similar to how it's done on comic show. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say my favorite dinosaur, we all clap, and we don't clap on my not favorite dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, Brachiosaur, uh, Dilophosaurus, Triceratops, um, all dinosaurs. Okay, this isn't working, so we'll count. <laughs> You're such a slut. Opinions are cheap. I'd like to see a Star Wars movie. Opinions are cheap. Maybe you'd like to complain with me. World of Warcraft. Metal songs. Alien Covenant. Humming along. Warcraft again. Jaina's feet. Let's check on E621. It's, it's Opinions are cheap. Because I like to hear myself talk. Well, we can get started. We, Chad, do you have an open this week? No. That's right, everyone. It's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. And guess, guess what, everyone? Guess, guess who's here? Guess who's here, everybody? Look, it's, look at it's, look it. It's a, it, look, look. It's Pinkie Pie. Oh, okay. Hi, Pinkie Pie. <laughs> She's the worst You want to bake some cupcakes? I like, no, I like Rarity. I want Rarity. Rarity's You're not going to like any of them after this, after this episode. Is it, do you think it's that bad? No. I don't know if it's that it's bad. Just, it's just not made for me. Okay, before what we is, go, though, I, yeah, what is I have it? To, what are we uh, talking about? No, 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 the, the, even before that, I have to, I have to specifically call out Richard. Richard. Paint your fucking Warhammer stuff. I finished mine today, and I'm happy, and you can be happy, too, if you just applied yourself and some paint to a brush, you little bitch. He, did, he hasn't even opened his yet. He's got this, like, nice box with his, like, anime girls draped over it, and he's like, I'm done. It looks good that way. They're so expensive, you have to take them out of the box. <laughs> it's not an that NRFB. Seems like, that seems like a pretty good reason to keep them in the box. But Don't they're not get assembled. Well, that does seem to be an issue then. I'm just oh. I'm trying to give you confidence, Richard. I know you you've, you've talked to Cameron and not me because we're not friends, but we could be. I'm That's soliciting you, Richard. So Please anyway, be Chad's friend. You're you're saying this because we we always open the show talking about what we've been up to, and so what have you been up to, Chad? You, what did I'm you finish? Paint, I've been painting some goddamn orc boys, and I finished them today because I'm sick of working on them. But they look pretty good. Oh, that they do. Yeah. Um, you've been working on these for a while. You, you, you've been you've been enjoying your your orc time. The last couple of sessions have been fun, but there's definitely been sessions where it's been really not fun. That sounds fun. Uh, it was nice to get like the 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 wash phase over because it really it brought everything together. And then I started doing the bases, and it's like, oh yeah, I don't really have anything creative on there. Didn't glue any sand down or rocks. Uh, so I was trying to do like some fire effect, but I found out that uh, the enamel paints don't mix super well, and so when I applied red and yellow to make orange, it did not make orange at all. It made some weird burgundy color. Um, so I was like, fine, I can work with that. And so I was just kind of like throwing paint down and trying to get some textured look. And then uh, 
I went and grabbed my teal today, and I was like, okay, this is a thinner paint. I can glaze over this, and maybe that'll look cool. And I applied it, and I realized it actually was not a glaze. It was just really vibrant fucking teal. And I was like, shit. So I got the uh, paint thinner to, to, to kind of turn it into more of a wash and, and dampen it down, and I actually started pulling up some of what I did yesterday because I had too much oh, paint no. thinner. So there are just, like, black chunks now <laughs> missing out of it. And it's like, eh, good enough. Well, that's good. So that was, like, that was fun in a not-super-fun way. But then I dry-brushed some, some, like, lime green on to do a last bit of highlights on the skin, and that thankfully turned out well. It looks good. Yeah, I want to see I want to see a picture of him fighting your chaos guys. Mm-hmm. I plan on, uh, when I get home from work tomorrow, I'm going to set up uh, some paper as, like, a shadow box and take some pictures of everybody. That'll be fun. Maybe um, I'll Photoshop in some, like, Muzzle flashes or something. Oh, yeah. You know, I liked your Photoshop of the last guys. Oh, yeah. I just threw them on a weird, like, spacey background I found on Pixabay. Oh, boy. But it worked. Yeah, oh, it boy, did. boy, indeed. Um, I didn't I didn't do anything this week. Emily, who the fuck are you? Hi! <laughs> um, I'm not Pinkie Pie. Uh, okay. I'm chad's co-host on the comics podcast because i brute forced my way onto a podcast and uh yeah that's really that's it that that's all i am i am a sentient podcast voice that is now on this podcast so i got a question of the show how do you guys get like a a name like the comics podcast like, Turns out nobody taken had taken it. I mean, <laughs> that's amazing. I, we are the only comics podcast on the internet, so it was pretty shocking to find out that no one else had taken it. But uh, that's where we are now. Formerly the Comics Dash, but before I was on the show. I did not formally join until after we had become the comics podcast. After we went independent. <laughs> yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I assume you found this podcast because you're constantly Googling for iCarly? Yes, because all the time. I think that's our highest listened episode still, right? I, I have so. listened to the iCarly episode because I, I, I like iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm uh I I am a an aficionado of Dan Schneider and his horrible work on the Nickelodeon. But I I found this podcast because my dear friend Chad had That's another me. podcast and I said, I'm going to listen to it. And turns out it's pretty good. Everybody go listen to your friend's podcasts. That's maybe but the I best life advice we're going to get out of this hour. Oh, definitely. Probably. I also uh, have quite a history with uh, our topic today because I... Uh, in the the heyday of the My Little Pony fandom, ran my own uh, local My Little Pony in-person meetup group, and we used to meet up once a week and go out for dinner or play Monopoly or play- So were you, like, horse famous in Mississippi? Uh, I mean, I guess. Like, as horse famous as anyone can be in Mississippi. Uh <laughs> I cosplayed Lyra and Bon Bon with someone that I had a crush on, so that's very on brand for me. I was Lyra. This was before I had green hair, though. Mm. It was predestined. And uh, I'm excited 
I'm excited to get into pony life. So what's your take on pony life? When they first announced it, what was your first thought? I was, I had an emotional crisis, Cameron, I have to tell you, because the pony said hell. And Oh, wait, really? Have you not seen the, like, the little teaser trailer thing that they put out to announce the new toy line it features a lizzo song and the ponies say that they're feeling good as hell and i i was shocked i was distraught i had an emotional crisis over the ponies saying a cuss because this is unprecedented in pony history for the horses to say a cuss I actually don't know if I saw that. This oh is my news God. to me. And I've I definitely seen linked it to you. I'm sure. But that doesn't mean you watched it. Or that I remember. Yeah. So I think when they announced it personally, I wasn't opposed to the slight reimagining. Like, I feel like this is a natural thing that toy lines typically do. So It's a very uh, a Teen Titans go of the My Little Pony brand. Yeah, but I'm noticing, like, I'm I'm watching a promo now, and it's like, objectively, it's not cheap, cheap. You know, it's clearly, like, affordable, but there's a lot of design and thought still put into it. Like, Hasbro there's clever really little details stra- and things. Hasbro really manages to straddle the line between imaginative and as cheap as they can possibly make it look good. Yeah. It, it, well, it's there, very yeah. visually cohesive. Like, there's a lot of animation usually going on. It's not like the car- It's not like an anime where they're moving at 12 frames per second and just the mouth is going up and down and there's speed lines, <laughs> right? Like, there's animation. There's a lot of work put into this. It's just, it's very different from from the show proper. Yeah, I mean, you can work within a budget and still be consistent and thoughtful. I I think what I was expecting was uh something closer to. Are you familiar with how much do you like Star Wars, Emily? I like I like me a Star Wars. Did you follow the uh, Forces of Destiny line? What was those that? are the fashion dolls? I am aware of those. So they mostly released... because of Jenny Nicholson. I oh yeah, she talked about them. I she barely touched on the cartoons. I think she like reviewed them, but she didn't give a lot of example. There's but not they're... a lot of substance in the cartoons. From there what isn't. I understand. Yeah, but it's it's basically like. It'll be a five-minute little adventure where uh, Princess Leia is on Endor, and the stormtroopers are attacking an Ewok village. So she has to help set a trap and and stop all the stormtroopers, and the Ewoks love her, and that's it. But it's also, like, completely mindless. Like, it has nothing to do with any of the characters. Like, it's not princess leia acting in character it's just like here's a situation and then the hero will save the day the end and i was kind i don't know of expecting i don't know what that. you're talking about cameron because clearly star wars has invented feminism with this line yeah <laughs> so i was expecting pony life to have that similar vibe where they handed this off to the lowest bidder animation company and it's like just yeah here's the we already got the colors sorted out just use these colors um, but it's a little more than that. I know they've had, like, interviews and stuff with the design work trying to fit the old characters to the new design and, like, changing the cutie marks. So, because the the characters are so much smaller, so instead of, like, three of a thing, it's just one. Yeah. And how they made Rainbow Dash's hair look because they had to <laughs> find a way to fit all the colors into it. 
And I actually really like the designs on most of these characters. They're a little obnoxious, but I also feel like they are doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think it kind of works. I honestly yeah. like the fat heads. <laughs> like their their body mass is 80% in their head. They're uh, perfect for uh, Funko popification. Yeah, like this is very much a... A, a marketed toy approach but it's not soulless and so i i do want to say i appreciate that at least the show itself and i kind of figure we'll take a pick a random episode there's light continuity between them uh from what i remember i only watched the first i think six or seven episodes and then i was like nope 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 <clears throat> but like there's a dungeon dragons one should pick that one we could do that Ooh, one. Which one is that, that one? That sounds fun. Um, I don't know if that's what this is about. Twenty one. Well, I definitely get, did not get that far. So, director Spike's mockumentary. Yeah, we could do that one. Unless I know Emily the, so... recommends something else. I've not I've yet been... seen any of these. <laughs> I've only, I've only, uh, I've only seen like the promos, but I haven't actually watched any of the episodes. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't this your idea? I thought you I thought you watched all these inside and out. No, I said, Chad, we should watch this just t- to watch it. And Chad said no. And I said, what if we did it for opinions or cheap? And Chad said, hey. Oh, that's So brilliant. now we're here. No, I thought I would uh, experience this for the first time. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. So the two continuity things that were going on, at least in the first chunk, is that Pinkie Pie runs a bakery and is trying to... She, she's doing challenges for, like, a TV show that Celestia is doing, uh, like a reality TV show. And so Celestia is no longer, like, the, the ruler of the country, but she's in film. And then for a few episodes in the beginning, they just have, like, these potions that they were pounding and they would, like, magic things would happen to them. And it's it was <laughs> a weird metaphor for abusing drugs that I'm wondering if they tiled back as they went. Oh, boy! <laughs> But, like, 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 one of them would be freaking out and then just, like, pound, like, three potions and then, like, float to the ceiling. And be like, there, I feel better. And it's like, what what are you trying to tell me, Hasbro? Is alcohol truly the way to make me feel better? Because it, cause it works. That's the message I'm getting. So, I don't know what, what is going on by episode 21. But I am fine with picking this one because, hey, game night. Otherwise, the episode 22 has a neat thumbnail. And it looks like a rarity episode, so... I would say one or the other. Really quickly, I would like both of you to tell me who your favorite My Little Pony is. I believe, Cameron, you said yours was Rarity. Are we talking about the main six or total? Uh, It can be either, or if you want to pick one from each group, feel free. Because uh, really, I think I like Luna, but I, I want to say... No, I, Tempest. Ooh, good choice. No, it's not. I'm a cringe lord. <laughs> no, I oh. saw. I love the My Little Pony movie. I like unironically. I went and saw it in theaters, and I was so excited. <laughs> it was one of the first I movies like I ever red boxed. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, oh shit, we actually have a red box where I live by the grocery store that I, or not the grocery store, the gas station that I go to, like literally once a week. How long has this been here? Oh, they got the MLP movie. I haven't seen that. Oh, is this the gas station that you're going to take me and Alex to? 
Yes, this is a special quick trip gas station. <laughs> why why do you tell all your friends about a gas station? Cuz it's a fucking great gas station. I thought this was our thing. Then you tainted it. I'm sorry. The last Should few I weeks of comics podcast John Luke has been gone and so each time it devolves into Alex and I planning our eventual trip to go visit Chad and so far the things on the docket are visit a gas station go to a bar you're not gonna get ice cream oh yeah we can get ice cream you know what I want I've been craving like plain vanilla ice cream with Jimmy's on it I don't know why that's not my go-to, but I've just been, like, daydreaming about ice cream this past week. I just love those little rainbow sprinkly eyes. I was really thrown off for a second when you called them Jimmy's. <laughs> I was like, what, what What? 1950s era did we just teleport to? The 1950s? Uh, That's the that era. You named the era in your question. I know. <laughs> I'm not on my A-game tonight. Yeah, this is a this is an A game show. I'm sorry. I keep clipping the mic. Fucking Who, shit! Why am I so loud? Emily, who's your favorite pony? My favorite of the main six is Pinkie Pie, and then my favorite pony overall is Trixie, the Great and Powerful. Boo. That's a good answer. No, I love <laughs> Trixie. She is the best. And Trixie, the tryhard. She is a tryhard, and I love her. If I lived in Pony World, um, just like my fan fictions I wrote, I would work at the the Quill and Sofa because I like that. I I love that's one of my favorite like non jokes in the whole series. It's so good. It's so it's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I got episode twenty one queued up here. Um, okay. are we all ready to go? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Emily, do you want to do a countdown? Sure. Wait, it's not opening. Yeah, ma- I guess someone's not Never ready, mind. are they? Thank oh, you. Oh shit, it's gone. Okay, we're good. We're yeah, good. There you go. Are you sure? I'm. I'm totes, goats. Sure. Okay. Three. One. Triceratops. I really like the opening theme song. Oh, this is cute. I like their eyes too. Like they like got like a gradient sparkle to them that just looks really good aesthetically to me. Yeah, I like the random details too. Like they'll they'll swap out the um the reflection with little like heart shapes. Yeah. I also liked the art style of the title card. Mhm. That's troubling. I do, think, I do think there's a lot of like good visual gags. That's probably like what the show is based on, honestly. Yeah. Like just the the foundation of this is physical gags. I like their fat old eyeglasses. <laughs> and you can she just tell some of these though it's like that was a joke, and then it's like, yeah, but nobody laughed. Cause it wasn't funny. Did you guys see the tweet where Lauren Faust got like a submitted script? To one of her other shows as like like a spec or like a script to to show someone's writing prowess and it was a pony life script 
Oh, they are playing D&D. They're playing Tales of Canterlot. This is cute. (laughs) (laughs) I do like how easy and fun it is to make fun of Dungeons and Dragons. Despite it actually being pretty fun to play. Okay, I I like the salt joke. I have to throw salt on my driveway in the winter. That one was for me. Okay. <laughs> I I feel like the silver lining of um of D and D becoming such like a more wide known thing, so we get more like references to stuff. Yeah. Don't mix them up. Or what if I did Pinkie Pie? I feel like Pinkie Pie would play D and D like me and Joe. Where everything gets lit on fire, whether it's an accident or not. Most definitely. Yeah, but I don't know that she would, like, steal everything. No kidnapping of the homeless? Twilight, what you got back there? That was a twist I wasn't expecting. They foreshadowed it pretty clearly. Okay, Timmy Turner. (laughs) (laughs) she kind of slipped into that one (laughs) a little little bit bit. i think it's the energy like regular twilight usually doesn't get that um yeah i feel like their voices sound just a little bit different and that's just i think because of the different energy of this show yeah there's a different tone there's a little more cocaine in this one just a little bit it's funny I that like she's the- still an alicorn, though. I like the way that they do oh, the backgrounds, notice. how things are kind of, like, abstracted. I like how she turns the weather machine back on. That's I didn't even realize that while we're sitting here, I am playing with, like, a d20 in my hand. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually uh the the facet of it where it should say like one just says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's basically the episode, right? Is like it was five minutes, and now we're moving on to part two. Yeah, this is very rapid pace. Yeah, it's kind of exhausting. This is definitely not something I feel like you can sit and binge. No. Also, Spike's voice makes me want to die. Did Spike get wings? Is that something I missed? Yeah, that happened in, I want to say, season seven. Oh, yeah. I still haven't finished. I really don't like that voice. Yeah, what is no, that voice? Is horrible. voice? That is not I, Spike. No, I it's think, not. They got a different I think actor. mostly just because it's different. Like, if this was, like, a redesign, it wouldn't bother me so much, but... Is that even Kathy Weisluck? Nope. That explains it. I think the person who plays uh, Rarity and Fluttershy plays Spike now. I think they just, like, doubled up. But no, uh, Fluttershy is done by the same voice actress as Pinkie Pie. Oh. Well, one of them. One of them that plays more than one character, I think, is playing Spike now. They just bring them in for extra voices, I guess. Yeah. I no, like you you were You're... a little right. Tabitha St. Germain, who plays Rarity, is also Spike. Oh, there you go. 
you remember that that like leaked memo that got out where they were talking about maybe removing Applejack from the show because <laughs> she wasn't like relatable enough and she sold the least amount of toys. I feel like this voice that Tabitha St. Germain is doing for Spike is very similar to the voice that she did for Derpy Hooves in the one episode where Derpy was allowed to speak. And oh, then never again. yeah. There's a similarity there. Yeah. I'm also looking at uh, the I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the show, and it looks like uh, they have also not been able to get uh, the original voice actor back for Discord for the show. And oh so no, Discord, he was like Discord's voice is done by Big Macintosh. <laughs> Discord's voice in this fucking sucks, and his character is pretty different. Why put him uh, in this? I feel like you don't need I don't that. I don't know. I I don't think you do either. Maybe just because he's popular. But he was only popular with bronies, which is not the target audience for this. Right. Yeah. Um, Shad, did you ever catch up on Lower Decks? No, I keep meaning there's, to. There's an episode where Q shows up for like a quick gag, and the voice they did, it's like he was clearly trying to impersonate that voice. And oh, yeah. it's like, just don't try. Like it, it literally took me out of the episode. Like when he when he talked for no reason, it's like, no, nah, it's not that's not good. <laughs> just John Delancey just has like such a specific voice. It feels like setting yourself up for failure to try to Yeah. Try to imitate. The problem with only five minutes is like you can't you can't really tell an important story in five minutes. Like this has basically just been like a quick setup and then I don't like four panel grid gags and then now it's almost over well yeah, like mean, when the last episode was over i was like that's it <laughs> like you said though it's not for you mm-hmm. like i feel like this is designed for kids that like watch things on their phones and like youtube videos you know yeah but i still feel like these episodes could have been like 15 minutes instead of five or even 10 they could but that would be more work and i don't think that's the intent I, I think Very they true. they had the idea to let's do short bite sized things, and I think they're nailing that. Oh, so it's Quibby. Except huh. I actually want to see it. Horse Quibby. Um, I would watch a sci fi western romance with a musical component. Honestly, I cute. would too. Yeah, it's it's just so different, and it's it's, it's not for me. And like, I'm totally fine with that being a thing. Like, it's like, yeah, I just, I just won't watch it. And I do I do feel like there's a lot of work that goes into this. It's it's definitely way better than like your average 5 minute short you're going to find on Cartoon Network like between shows or that someone did as a fan project for YouTube. Like there's a lot that went into this. I just god, I wish it was like 10 minutes long and they could actually tell somewhat of a coherent story. Uh Cameron, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but it does look like John Delancey voices Q in Star Trek Lower Decks. So I guess maybe he's just off his game, which I don't blame him for. He he's probably just like recording this on his phone and sending it to them. It must have just been equalized like in the worst way. Because the other thing, it, he had one line, like it was one speaking line. So I figured, like, well, it's not worth the, like, pay to bring him in just for that. So I get why they would go with something else. 
But I, I wonder if someone like caught him in the elevator. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, <laughs> will you yell at me and tell me to leave? And he's like, oh, I'm busy. Get out of here. It's like that'll work. We use it. <laughs> um, that's weird. Okay, well, Chad, when you get to that episode, let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll um, I'm really close to being done with Harley Quinn, so maybe once I'm finished with that, I can quickly catch up on Lower Decks and then watch Owl House. But everybody wants me to watch cartoons right now. It's this it's hard to balance all my cartoons. There's a lot of good cartoons out right now, and I am the one yelling at you to watch things. Yeah, you and a couple people in my writers group. It, you're asking me to watch the same thing, so at least I get to please multiple people at once. <laughs> yeah, so Walmart got the new He-Man toys in, and it just dawned oh on me that we're supposed to get He-Man this year, and I I don't I haven't heard anything about it. I feel like these the toy release is supposed to line up with the show release. Well, the thing is, is there's supposed to be a He-Man show, and then also like Kevin Smith has this like Masters of the Universe movie that's supposed to happen but this it, is separate from the tv show oh it's all it's super confusing there's there's like a hollywood level masters of the universe movie but netflix is doing a, a cartoon that will supposedly kind of be like the original mm-hmm. but they're also talking about doing a cartoon that's basically like a she-ra spinoff and it's more tied to the she-ra reboot universe good and then they're also talking about doing their own movie and it's like, well, there's a lot of things on the table. Which one are you guys going to go with? And then I never heard anything. And it's like, okay, which, now the toys are coming out, and I haven't heard anything. Are you doing anything? Like, I know people like He-Man, but do we really need three He-Man properties? Yeah, th- that's that's overkill. Despite She-Ra's like, popularity, there's still not that much demand for He-Man. I think there's enough to do a movie <laughs> or a show. You Here's the do thing one. too: is Kevin Smith is directing a He-Man movie. Yes. Does he? Does he have like experience with that kind of genre? I, I guess I picture him doing shit I would never watch, and then like Tusk, and not well, like you, sh- you should watch fantasy. Tusk. Uh, no, the I guy they cast, that. the guy they cast for He-Man, doesn't really strike me like a He-Man. Oh. Um. So I don't know what to think of that. I didn't even know this was a thing. I've, I've, I'm learning things tonight. Well, you don't care. <laughs> I don't. I so I, I try to I try to expose you to things that I think you might feign interest in. And there's some things where it's like, there's no reason to bring this up to Chad. I'll just send him this picture of someone's sneakers full of French fries. And he'll say, <laughs> Why do you send me these pictures? There's some targeted no, I, content. I, I like it when you send me weird pictures because I, I forward them to other people sometimes. I am the you to other people. What does that like, mean? As, like as far as like like Cameron is Cameron to me, but I'm Cameron to strangers, <laughs> but they don't know Cameron. <laughs> I, I so don't Chad, what do you think about He Man? I don't. I don't think about He Man. I got a question. <laughs> how many How many He Man characters can you name? Ooh, this is good. Oh shit. Um. So okay. Is He Man and Skeletor the same thing? Or are those two different yes. properties? Yes. No, that's the okay. One. Skeletor so there's, counts. There's Skeletor, there's He-Man, there's no Schnarf's uh, Thundercats. That's right. And the Panthro's Thundercats and Chitara's Thundercats. I know the I'd, Thundercats. I'd get away from cats. I can't. There's a couple cat characters <laughs> that don't distract you. Isn't there like a like a like a Triceratops that shoots eggs like Yoshi? 
I am I think is that a different one? I you know there might be. That I'm sounds not, like something that would be in He-Man. Yeah, there there's some there dude there's a cool there's a He-Man character who's um like an elephant and he they they pretty much made the toy and it's like his trunk squirts water or something stupid. But he's never in the show except in the uh Christmas special. He's at the Christmas party. And it's weird because, like, there are people that liked the elephant toy when they were a kid. And like, oh, and I watched the Christmas special and he was finally there. And I was looking forward to when, like, they do the next season because he'd be a part of the show now. And that season never came. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, what a what a sad dream to have is the elephant guy. Okay, so there's He-Man, Elephant Guy, and Skeletor, and maybe a Triceratops. And that is the extent of my He-Man There knowledge. is, I have looked it up, there is a Triceratops. So the only reason I know but there's a Triceratops. Yoshi eggs? He seems to have, like, a gun on his head. Is That's a gag in, like, a season one episode of Family Guy. See, I think, and I was like, I think that's from He-Man. Yeah, I think a lot of my He-Man knowledge came from Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. I, that, I just, that tracks. Yeah, I just barely missed mm-hmm. He-Man when I was a kid. But after watching some, like, documentaries about, like, the toy industry and stuff, it's like, oh, He-Man's kind of neat. I, I like the goofy nature of it all. Was it uh, the toys that made us? Uh, that was fun, too, but there was another one that was, like, a dedicated documentary about He-Man. Oh, that sounds fun. Pretty much the exact same information in twice as much time, but oh. <laughs> I, I really like the toys that made us. Yeah, that's a really good show. Um, But I just, I love the concept of, like, well, we're out of ideas, so just everything. It's it's robots, It's a, there's a skeleton, there's magic, it's every, it, you got swords and guns, yeah, it's everything. And it's like, you mean an MMO? Yes. <laughs> is this Final I, Fantasy? Yes. I think I could probably name like four He-Man characters. There's. I mean, I gave you two already. Technically, well, three. There, there is the He-Man, and then uh, there's Cringer, aka Battle Cat, which is his trusty steed. <laughs> and then there's Skeletor, obviously. Um, Orko is the little guy that looks like Vivi from Final Fantasy, and I'll throw in a fifth one, Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn is a great name for a character. <laughs> I could name a lot more She-Ra <laughs> characters, but that's because I've actually watched the original She-Ra cartoon. So I went to E621 and typed in Battle Cat, but I'm getting a lot of gumball fan art. <laughs> that's kind of weird. I'm not. A, is it I of his mom? Expecting that. Uh, is it of his mom? What's? I don't know what his mom looks like. I don't. She, she's a blue cat. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah. There is. I'm sure that's the of, result of the... on that site. She is. Uh. She is a cartoon milf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not that I would like to fuck, but that other people would like to fuck. Yeah, that's pretty much what she is. I don't see the He-Man thing at all in any of this. I'm actually kind of surprised. That's been look at E621. I hope you enjoyed that bit, everybody. Every bit. Cameron, as have I you did. seen? Any, Cameron, have you seen seen any of uh, Thundercats Roar? No. I have, and I kind of like it. But I also like bad things, so your mileage may vary. Well, it's weird. I I tried watching the promo, and it was like. It was upsetting to me. Yeah? Where it's just like, this is really, it's so unappealing that it's just, it really isn't for me and I don't want to watch it. Okay, I mean, that's fair. But what's weird is, 
because I like Thundercats, and I I think I've gotten to the point where I actually like Teen Titans Go more than the first Teen Titans cartoon. Wow. Because I I went back and watched the Teen Titans, and it's like, man, this is... Like, I thought this was cooler when I was a teenager or something, but it's like, they're trying really hard, and the animation isn't that great. And, like, I, I remember this a lot more fondly than I really do, versus, like, the metatextual jokes they put in Go, where it's like, oh, they, they're actually being clever here. And so I feel ill that, like, oh, I I don't like the Teen Titans cartoon as much as Go anymore. <laughs> I also have warmed up to Teen Titans Go. I was not quite a fan, but I've watched quite a few episodes now, and it is a lot funnier than I gave it credit for. I, I mean, that I think the first season is, like, completely brainless. Yeah. But there's a point where, like, there, there'll be there'll be interesting cuts to, like, DC deep lore, or, like, there'll be a time where, like, they, they go to an alternate universe and they're all, they're in their costumes from, like, when they were first introduced in the comics. Like, the original designs of the characters. And it's, like, the kind of thing that I guarantee no child can figure out what the joke is. But I, like, <laughs> spit out my, my beer while I'm watching this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is written only for me because clearly everyone else hates it. There's also a... Lego Batman had those kind of jokes, which is... Yeah, oh, it's, God, it's like Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Yeah. Lego Batman is probably my favorite Batman movie. <laughs> is a good one. I like Did you did you like the movie, the uh Teen Titans Go movie? I haven't seen it. I remember oh. seeing promos for it, but I saw I... it in theaters, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. How was that? Um, there was one family in there with me. Incredible. And the mom was laughing and the kids wouldn't laugh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. It, like the whole Do you know what the premise is? Yes, Chad, do you? Isn't it like they're pissed off that they don't have a movie so they're just going to well, make Well, yeah. Them? It's literally just a like a meta joke about how they're like there's like 15 superhero movies every year. And it's like they're showing up to the the Hollywood premiere of like Aquaman 2 or something and they're like why why does Aquaman get a second movie? I don't I don't and like they weren't even invited. And it's like it's kind of funny because it's in that universe. But it's also like, yeah, I'm starting to get kind of tired of these movies too. <laughs> there's a there's a musical number where Robin is like singing about what his superhero movie would be about, and one of the parts is about how it'll be in 3D, so you can see his ass really good. And there's like a sequence of him like thrusting his ass back into the audience, like his giant ass is gonna crush everyone sitting watching the movie. What a like, strange joke music. for a children's show. <laughs> it, it is. It's like, I feel like this isn't even made for for kids anymore. I think that was one of the things that, like, turned me off about Teen Titans Go the first time I watched it is because I felt like they made a lot of jokes about butts. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, I think the other joke that made me laugh is that one of their plots to get superhero movies is if there aren't any other superheroes, then they would be the best superhero. So they make a time machine to go back in time and just prevent everyone's origin stories. Oh, I saw a clip of this. fucking fantastic idea. Yeah, so it's like they go back to Crime Alley and like they they stop the Waynes from walking down that way and just go, no, no, you want to go down Safe Alley. And, <laughs> or like... Or they go to, they go into the ocean and they just like they have a picnic and then like litter and then the soda compartment thing like gets wrapped around baby Aquaman's neck and he suffocates oh my and dies. God! <laughs> Jesus and like, Christ! 
So they- I'm sorry that I just clipped the mic, but holy shit, that's a a good but very dark joke. Well, it it gets it gets darker because they 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 kill they pretty much prevent the Justice League. They come back to the present, and there's only supervillains, and like the world's in shambles. So they're like, oh, we didn't think this one through. We got to go back and fix it. So it's like they go back to Crime Alley, and they just like take Bruce Wayne's mom and like push her into the alley and like as soon as she's in there's just like a million there's like gunfire and pearls flying out of the alley and they just walk out oh my god it is like fucking dark you see what i mean where it's like oh this is a cleverly like thought out joke that had build up and i can't believe i'm watching it that's really good i really need to see this now it's a cute movie like i don't want to oversell it but maybe we should have watched that (laughs) actually maybe I bet it's free now. She's probably. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when I wax about like nostalgic about cartoons, it's it's largely like SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron and just kind of like that era of cartoons. I really I remember watching bits of He Man and Thundercats and stuff like that, but I don't I don't have any attachment to them other than like they existed and I you know- sometimes saw them. You know what's interesting about your picks there is those all age well. Like, I watched, uh, didn't we do a Fairly Odd Parents recently? And it's like, this is still funny. Yeah, we did. And, and there's definitely some really good gags there. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I, I... despite all his crimes, Butch Hartman can make a good cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we got derailed. Did you want to talk about Thundercats Roar more? No, I mean, like, I was just wondering if you had seen it because Chad mentioned Thundercats. Like, I think it's, I like it. I think it's good. But if you, if you don't like the visual style, then, I mean, there's no point in subjecting you to yourself to watching it. Because I like the animation, but I seem to be in the minority there, like, in terms of everyone. (laughs) I kind of, I kind of didn't like that crossover they did with the Teen Titans go where they were like shaming the fans for not liking it. Oh uh, yeah. I remember that coming out. I just, uh, I the, there's I one, care. there was one joke in there. I found kind of tasteless where they, they referenced that reboot in the two thousands. I don't, I haven't seen the episode. What was the, the there's a part where they're like, the, the whole argument is about like the classic Thundercats versus Thundercats roar being better mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. There's, they don't even like acknowledge that reboot, except there's one throwaway part where they're going, they're like driving by somewhere in the desert, and there's like a cave, and inside the cave, um, there's the reboot Lion-O, but then there's like Panthro, but he's a skeleton, and it's like they they just like keep driving and leave, and it was kind of tasteless because the guy that voiced Panthro literally died. Oh no! Oh, so it's like, well, did you have to do that? Like. Ooh. What if you didn't put the skeleton part in there, and you could have kept that joke? Oof, that. so that's almost funny, and then and then you throw the context in there. It's like, oh, actually. So Oof. that 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 leaves a taste in my mouth. Where when I see Thundercats roar, I think about that, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't think I can get over it. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. that. Ugh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to ruin that for you. No, I mean, but... like it's fun, like. I mean, it's just, it's just Thundercats roar. Like, it's not like, this isn't like my new fandom. Like, it's not Steven Universe. (laughs) Yeah. R.I.P. Steven Universe. I mean, it ended, but like, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. Why, 
what I, I can't tell, were there any actual fans that were upset with the ending, or was that just, like, trolls that were upset with the ending? I mean, I imagine the people who are upset with the ending are just people who continue to be upset about Steven Universe in general, but okay. continue to watch it for some reason. Because I, they I like, thought it was they like to be mad at <laughs> They like to be mad at Becky Sucrose and her war crime characters. If she were sugary, she'd be Becky Sucralose. Ooh. Well, that was that was the joke, is because sugar and sucrose. Oh, I thought that was her real name. <laughs> no, it's Rebecca <laughs> Sugar Dipshit. <laughs> oh, wait, her, la- her real name is Sugar. Yeah, wait, it's so, like her real name. Wait, That's so your pun, weird. your pun was to turn sucrose into sugar crose? <laughs> Which is well, no, sucralose is a real fake sugar. <laughs> what? hey i'm done with my beer i'm drunk this is like 10 percent. i like triceratops that triceratops is cool except that's the one that died yeah land before time (laughs) no no did you hear like scientists just discovered that that triceratops isn't real what i don't know (laughs) i'm trying to process it because it's like i'm pretty sure i saw some big pointy boners and it wasn't just my uncle spike (laughs) <laughs> There's no joke there. I still left. I didn't understand the triceratops. Got you back. Real question mark? <laughs> so that um, should be the name so. of this episode. Triceratops. <laughs> Real? So, okay. So I read a story this week that said they, they found scientific reason to, that triceratops might not be a real dinosaur. I just Googled it and I found a 2010 article about this. Which means this is one of those topics dinosaurologists keep going back and forth on, and I'm I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it. Is that the the scientific terminology for that study, that field of study? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw one, so I think they're real. So I don't think these are scientists. I might be I, wrong, uh, but I'm so confused. I like a planet. I like the Lavasaurus. <laughs> uh, on the topic of dinosaurs, another thing that I watched recently was. Uh, Jurassic Park Camp Creta- or Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, the Netflix uh, cartoon about Jurassic World. Yeah, th- what's your take on that? Uh, it's, I mean, it's not great. It's not like horrible, and I feel like kids will probably like it. But like, it's just, oh, it was fine. Like, it got so- better towards the end, but it does not start off great. Yeah, um, I was just talking to Richard about this because he he was telling me about it too. And it's like, his kids do like it. Um, they, they love dinosaurs. And everything I've seen of it, it's like, oh, this is what I would have liked if I was their age. Like, this Definitely. was almost made for, like, there's a there's a, an appeal to, oh, dinosaur, jump out, ah! And that's about it. Um, when they first announced this, I don't know why I jumped to this conclusion, but I thought it was going to be, like, an educational thing. <laughs> because I'm one of those people that, like, it's like, hey, this is a good opportunity to get people to care about dinosaurs since the topic has come up of, you know, Jurassic Park. So it's like, oh, well, maybe like, you know, it's called Camp Cretaceous. And I was like, oh, well, maybe it'll be like an interesting take that will expose kids to to dinosaur concepts rather than movie monster concepts. And then I saw the trailer and it's just like it's like actual like thriller horror stuff <laughs> just for kids. And it's like, oh, OK. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, 
some of the some of it like some of the sequences and scenes that they would do are better than others uh one thing i thought was interesting is that it takes place concurrently with jurassic world the movie so like while the events of jurassic world are happening these kids are also attempting to escape jurassic world and i thought some of that crossover was kind of fun because you see them like running from indominus rex and stuff yeah i think it's a fun concept like at least it's this kind of thing that I, I would find it very interesting if I was a little kid and I watched this and I thought it was really cool. And then when I was older and my parents let me watch Jurassic World, it's like, oh, wait a minute. This is filling in all the plot holes. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I like paying attention to the canon. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it's it's definitely like Jurassic World things are happening in the background. Yeah. Does anyone ride a baby Triceratops? No, but there is a scene where they do like a zip line and it's over like a bunch of dinosaurs like kind of walking by. So like the main kid like zip lines right past like a brontosaurus head. And I thought that looked looked like it would be pretty fun, which it is the, fun. the white person in me. I like dinosaur island. I want I want the din- I want the Doritosaurus to come Bring me my nachos. Oh, man. Doritosaurus sounds great. (laughs) There's a character that forges a a soul bond with a baby dinosaur, and I love it very much. They become (laughs) best friends, and he loves her so much. I love dinosaurs. I, Man, I I gotta say, I really, I think Jurassic Park might be my favorite movie, like as a film. But it's also one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, because I just like dinosaurs. I will say the dinosaurs are the best part of Camp Cretaceous. Like, okay. some of the some of the animation is not really top notch on a lot of the show, but when it comes to the dinosaurs, I feel like they're like we really need to make sure we get these ones right. <laughs> yeah, that's a selling point. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, I think Jurassic Park's my favorite book. Really? I've never read the book. I think it's just that's really my jam. Um, and you so just it, love them dinos. I do, but I guess I think my pet peeve that comes up all the time is people that want to act like they're snobs because it's like, well, actually, dinosaurs have feathers because they're quoting like some science article that's two years out of date that I'm already aware of, and it's like the the message of the movie is that they're not dinosaurs. That's the whole plot is that they aren't dinosaurs. <laughs> I would like to see a. A Jurassic insert word uh, part of the franchise that does have feathered dinosaurs because I like the way that like the illustrations of feathered dinosaurs look. I think Jurassic World was would have been a great opportunity. They they should have like introduced the concept of genetically modifying the dinosaurs for marketability because that's what they were doing with Indominus. So they should have had like. A pen of like test, um, uh, like compies that are all feathered, and like one of them's kind of sick. And it's like, yeah, you know, we got the feathered batch because the, the, you know, the kids come for the feathers now, but uh, these ones aren't coming out so good. And it could have been this like cute throwaway line about like how they're doing this clearly for audience expectation and not because it's actual life. And I feel like that might have set the tone a little more. Oh, that's too smart for Jurassic World, a movie that is incredibly like, fucking stupid. 
Yeah, like that's a really good idea, and there are no good ideas in that movie. Oh, I it's disagree. I I think okay, I the, think the, Jurassic... the corporate shit's good. Well, okay, yeah. See, Jurassic World is is a stupid movie. I think it's as stupid as the other sequels. Like Jur- <laughs> that's Jurassic fair. Jurassic Park is a good movie. If you want to look at the franchise, it's like they could have just not made those. That'd be okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Jurassic World, like the the monster is literally the Verizon Wireless presents Indominus Rex, <laughs> and everyone's lives are threatened when they're instructed to go to the center of the shopping mall where all the stores are, because that makes enough body heat that it attracts the Verizon Wireless monster. And it's like this is a like all these people chanting about like like we we're tired of the corporations Jurassic World's a bad movie it's like no 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 this one's got a good point there <laughs> you could <laughs> you could enjoy this one it comes together i feel like they it's almost like they they could have up, upsold it a bit more to like make it satire instead of like or what if chris pratt controls velociraptors with it he rides around on a motorcycle wouldn't that be cool it would it's be like, cool it wasn't i don't know i want a raptor squad t-shirt I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. Like, if you had a Raptor Squad, you'd feel like you're pretty, pretty much the king. Of everything. Yeah, but you I don't. There, there's a lot of stupid things in it. Um, and even the sequel, like <laughs> Jurassic World Two, is like, I, I don't know. I think I was like five minutes into the movie, and I like settled in my seat. I'm like, well, I guess that's what I signed up for. And I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I coasted through that the same as like I would a Disneyland ride. I you know, it's like, well, brain tr- off. I heard Jurassic World 2 is better than Jurassic World. Would you agree with that statement? No. I, I think that the problem with Jurassic World 2 is that it's two separate movies. There's like a hard cut in the middle where the tone and some character motivations literally just change for no reason. What the fuck? And also, like, things do not make sense. Like, they... They're smuggling the dinosaurs off the island, but they take them to a secret lab, and they're going to have an illegal black market auction to sell off the dinosaurs to these eccentric rich people, right? Mm. So one of the things they have, for absolutely no reason at all, they have a genetically modified super raptor that is like twice as big as a regular velociraptor and twice as smart and also... Okay, that that's going to work out well. And also, it's, like, inherently evil because they didn't have a raptor to socialize it with. So it's, like, got asocial problems. So it doesn't follow orders well. Don't so, they have, like, a laser pointer that they point and it attacks people? Have none well, of these yeah. people seen movies? So so what they do is they trained it to attack wherever the laser, laser pointer is, like, pointed at. Which means if you wanted to assassinate someone, instead of pointing your laser and firing a gun... You point a laser and unleash this horrible monster that will kill everyone, right? <laughs> okay, I actually so, legitimately like this idea in a completely different movie. Yeah, so they, they they bring it out in a cage, and the guy says, now this one is still experimental, but we're taking pre-orders, but you can't buy this one yet because it's not ready yet, but we are selling pre-orders, and so they walk it out and they give a demonstration, right? And it reacts to the laser, and so when they, when they see everyone, like, it jumps at the laser, and everyone's like, I will buy it for $5 million. I'll buy it for si- for $6 million. And it's like, that thing has to cost a billion dollars. Like, this, these are, like, illegal dinosaurs. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like, what? Like, the numbers are so low 
and the guy like in charge of the auction is like, well, these aren't for sale. We can't sell these yet. And the like billionaire that's in charge is like, that guy just said he'd buy it for six million dollars. Of course, we're gonna sell it. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. who is this movie for? <laughs> this whole conversation made me think of like, what if they did another alien movie, but it was basically like a crazy scientist, and it's like super far in the future, and they're cloning dinosaurs, and he's like, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna clone a dinosaur, but I'll make it look like the alien because I like HR Giger so much. And he just, like, makes one, and of course it gets out and kills people, and it's just, like, Blade Runner, but with the alien, but with a lot less intelligence than Blade Runner. <laughs> like, I could... <laughs> we live in a dystopian enough world where that could be an actual alien movie that comes out. And there's... It's almost clever, but then it's it's stupid. I hate it. I'd watch it. So anyway, I would, too, it has an alien in it. Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom... Is like a bad movie, but I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm just saying, uh. <laughs> it, oh, and then like there's this deeply emotional twist at the end where they reveal that the little girl was a clone all along and they started cloning humans. No, and it's like, a twist. well, yeah, it's not a twist because it's like you kind of see that coming for most of the movie. And it's almost, like, implied that you would understand it by this point in the movie. And then they, like, take the time to explain it. I'm like, okay. I heard a fan theory when this movie came out that one of the original scripts of this had the little girl be part dinosaur, but that got scrapped. I don't know if that's true at all. No, I think that is true. Um... I think I think part of that theory comes from the fact that this this part of the story doesn't make sense and that one scene where they explain it is like hurriedly shouted in a hallway which means that it might have been their B reel that they filmed That's a reshoot. Yeah, and they just sort of like they tossed that cut in cuz it's like okay, the other part's not working out. So, have you seen what they do at Universal Studios for Halloween? No. They they used to do this really cool uh, like the some of these amusement parks will redecorate everything with zombies and crap. Um, Universal a, has like Halloween horror nights or whatever, yeah. right? Jurassic Park Halloween. Oh, Chad, okay. you should look at the you should look at Discord. I was gonna say real quick. I posted a xenomorph ah, pony. That's adorable. I like the one with the bow. It's like look at me, I'm cute. And the other one's just like oh, I'm an alien. Rawr. True story. I feel like this ties the episode all together. <laughs> Why does anybody listen to this? I don't know. I listen to it. <laughs> Why? Holy shit, this guy's like really good at sculpting ponies. He's got a huge fucking gallery. Yeah, I actually have a I have a, a, a sculpture by uh, this this person of uh not not a pony character, but a pony like character. It's sitting right in front of me on my desk. Nice. Oh, I like this like Rose Symphony. I really like the gradient on the main where it goes. From, if you're like, looking at the, if you're looking at the gallery, if you see uh like one of the, it should be near the top because it was a very recent commission. It's like uh a green pony with like a cloud cutie mark and like white hair. Oh yeah, it's that's kind of got like a cat. Yeah, mouth. yeah, that's that my yours? gal. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's pretty Ooh, cool. She- She's sitting right in front of me on my desk. Well, I cannot find it. Stubby tail. Um, but for the for the Jurassic Park Halloween Horror Nights, 
they used to have like zombie dinosaurs around, but there was this cool scientist guy that would walk around where he was half dinosaur. And like his right side of his body was Dilophosaurus. Oh, that's dope. And like he had this like monster claw growing out of the jacket, you know? And he was a he had a thing you could push where his um his frills would like swing out for a po of that photo op. And he would like wander around all creepy and hiss at people. And there was like a there's there's like the sign where it's like welcome to Jurassic Park, but behind it, um, like Hammond like hung himself and he's just like hanging there in the trees. <laughs> like there was a bunch of like weird, interesting things to look at. I cannot find the photos. I was looking at them just a week ago and they're not showing up here. I know that so, there was a, a there was supposed to be a Jurassic Park sequel that had human dinosaur hybrids that got scrapped in favor of making Jurassic World. Yeah, I, I think I heard that too. And I, I think they made the right choice as as lukewarm as Jurassic World was critically received. I think financially it's doing okay. So they, yeah. they made the right decision. I like the idea of weird dinosaur-human hybrids, but I the, we spent a lot of time talking about Thundercats and that's a weird human-cat hybrid. So it's on brand. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, you like cat girls. That's not really that different. Everybody likes cat girls. That wasn't a. That was not an attack on your person, Chad. Of course, everyone likes cat girls, but I feel like it's not <laughs> that different. Exactly. I mean, I want like an anime about dinosaurs. Have you seen that manga? That's cute. What? There, there's a manga. <laughs> it's like a high school drama, but they're all like realistic dinosaurs. Oh, I want to! Oh, no. I want to read this immediately. And there's like, like the protagonist is this like it, she's like a she's cute, but she's a really shy uh, T Rex, and she'll have like a crush on a brontosaurus, uh, like upperclassman, but she's too shy to ask him out, and so she has a panic attack and eats him. Oh no! It's like it's like super, and they're drawing like photorealistic Jurassic Park dinosaurs, but then with like schoolgirl sailor outfit, like it's so. It's so funny just to look at. What is this called? I'm guessing we're going to end up reading this on the comics podcast for book club. Well, I'll have to. Let me. Track I can it only down. hope. I don't know. Is, I know you manga. well enough, Emily. I think this was like a short thing that was done as a joke. <laughs> oh. Um. I still like I look, the idea, though. Yeah, I'll look it up, but we we should probably be wrapping up. So yeah, I'll look it up while we seven. talk. Now, normally we close out with a glad space where we talk about something that we've been happy about lately. But uh, in the spirit of the show, I was thinking maybe we do something a little different and we should write a letter to Princess Celestia about what we learned about friendship this week. That sounds great. I'm very into this. Mm, not Who it. Who wants to go first? <laughs> not it. Dear Princess Celestia, today I learned that sometimes you can go on a podcast to talk about My Little Pony, but you talk about dinosaurs the whole time, and you know what? That's okay, because it's important to respect your friends and all their varieties of interests. Sincerely, Twilight. I don't remember how she ends the letters. It's been too long. (laughs) I think she does say sincerely. Sincerely, Twilight Sparkle. She's very proper. Dear Princess Celestia, yeah. Today I learned a lesson I learned many weeks ago, years ago, months ago, that it's fun to call out Richard when he's not here, because I can just say things to him. He can't fucking do anything about it. Richard, you, you piece of Richard, you Richard. 
Sincerely, Twilight Sparkle. Dear Princess Celestia, I, I did my homework. You can't judge me. I did it. If you, I saved copies, you lying whore. <laughs> you know, I remember that one from the first <laughs> season. I want to write the fanfic where someone calls Princess Celestia a lying whore to her face and she has to deal with that. I feel like I've definitely seen that on Tumblr. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, Boy. Princess Molestia used to exist, so... Oh, God. I know, I'm sorry that I like, spoke that evil into the world. These full pages, but here's some, like, excerpts. Oh, wow, this is, like, photorealistic dinosaurs. Oh, I'm in love with this. It's the best. Oh, this is extremely good. I think it's called Jurassic Academy, but I was looking and I can't find the, like, the context pages in order. It's always people going, have you seen this? I clipped this thumbnail. Oh, sure. But yeah, you can look up Jurassic Academy. I love this beer, dude. I recommend <laughs> it. Yeah, this episode brought to you by beer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gripes. <laughs> um, before we close out, Emily, you have any um anything you'd like to share? Is this like is is this like the plug zone or do is this just like a, a final thoughts zone? I wanna say a plug zone, but if you have a final thought, I'd be Deeply surprised to discover you haven't shared it by now. My final thought is that pony life is fine. Sometimes I cartoons are for children. Yeah. And it's okay if you don't like them. I'm also, glad that Chalk I took Zone the time to really watch this. had a really good opening theme. Chalk Zone had a good theme. Did you see, like, like modern <sighs> Chalk Zone? I love Chalk Zone. No, is that a thing? No. Oh. God, you're... Chad, you remember that <laughs> time that we started talking about Chalk Zone and John was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Because yeah, he's a man of no child. culture. John <laughs> Luke, the literal human infant. I know he's going to listen to this. <laughs> but uh, if if it is time to plug things, I can be found on Twitter.com at Impandanata. And I have several podcasts, which I will list for you now which are uh, the aforementioned comics podcast and uh, a podcast called Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena recap podcast that is now devolved into uh, covering anything made by the revolutionary girl Utena creator, Kuneiko Hikahara. And uh, I also do the... uh, I do the Fresh Podcast Market, a real podcast about fake podcasts, and I work on a Modica Magica recap podcast called Puella Magi Modica Magicast. And that's all I do. That's my entire life is these podcasts. I do not exist outside them. And Chad, do you do a thing? Do you do a thing? I do all kinds of crap and no one cares. That's good. I do that too. I feel like listing all my bullshit. <laughs> Tired. Well, good night, everybody. And thank you, Emery, for coming on show. Thank you for having me. I don't remember why we. Oh yeah, we started about ponies. That was a man. We went on a journey. Yeah, this is this is a adventure. It was horse time, and then it became dinosaur time. Dinosaurs. Yeah, I would. We didn't I would watch a My Little. I would watch a My Little Pony style cartoon about dinosaurs. The old oh. dinosaur show that was like a, a '90s sitcom where there were puppets. Yeah, it was called like dinosaurs, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that? I remember that. I was evidently not well. When the last episode, it. the asteroid hit and everyone died. 
Oh, that's pretty sad. That was their 2020. 